It is episode 35 of the Catching Up Podcast with Connor and Nick. And today we're talking about a ton of layoffs happen across the media industry and a few other companies, including some here in Seattle. And so we wanted to provide you some advice on our experience of being fired and being laid off and some of the things you can do to uh, help move on to your next venture. We also talked about all these big companies in 2018 that raised the largest venture capital rounds and were there any surprises to us that leads into the conversation of our outlook on the startup ecosystem for 2019. And then Nick checks in from Boise on the road with his uh, learnings and lessons and the places that he's going the next couple of weeks. We have Founders Live in Zimbabwe happening on today, Friday, January 25th. And Founders Live Seattle happening next Thursday, January 31st. Thank you for joining us here every week on the Catching Up Podcast with Connor and Nick. Please enjoy episode 35. Nick, it is another week and another Friday, meaning another episode of the Catching Up Podcast. How are you doing today? Hey, hey, I'm, I'm doing well. Doing well, just sitting outside. It's another sunny day here in Boise, Idaho. I can hear the birds chirping behind you, and it just put this, like, beautiful imagery in my mind <laughs> about, like, wow, Nick must just be, like, in this beautiful outdoor setting right now. Uh, that's way better. Whenever I go outside, there's always, like, planes and all this and, and sirens and all this city noise. It just feels like you're, like, out in nature right now. I, I wouldn't say full nature, but uh, it is it is a quieter it's a quieter city, and the, the birds are they are out. So it's, it's yeah, it's been pleasant, my man. That's awesome. Pleasant. So how was your week, Nick? Yeah, it's good. It's good. We shoot um, little tidbits here. So we had uh, we had Founders Live Boise a couple nights ago, which was great. Just not well attended. Obviously, things are on the up here for Boise, and so I would say you know um, job you know, mission accomplished and job well done here. Uh, we got things rolling and moving, but also as we speak, man, it's happening in Herere, Zimbabwe right now. So really? they, are, they are literally having their founders live event right now. It's, uh, oh, like, man. it's like, it's like 7 PM over there right now. It's that's, that's kind of like crazy just to think about, right? It's nine <laughs> in the morning here. Um, and we're kind of like just getting their day started and it's Friday night in Zimbabwe. And, uh, that's so cool that like that community is coming together. So how are you checking in with those city leaders? Like, how does that communication work? And I mean, how, how about you just talk about how you connected with somebody in Zimbabwe to put on this event? Yeah, we, you know, we were, we have some partnerships over there that formed uh, in the middle of the summer. Um, and, and so through that became a introduction to you know uh, there's some innovation hubs and basically like really cool co-working spaces and uh, communities that have their own you know kind of like the um, the impact hubs and things like that nature uh, that are all over the world um, there's things called innovation hubs and so we, we've been introduced to a number of people in various countries that are a part like they maybe run those those uh, venues or communities and so in in Zimbabwe you know we got connected and just you know again it's like here's here's what's going on here's what we want to bring to your city do you want to be a part of it and usually they're they say yes and um so we get moving with them and and so yeah this is the second event that is taking place in Herere which is a very large city in Zimbabwe and um man they I mean 
they capped it at a hundred and they've been, they were sold out for probably two weeks, maybe a week and a half. Wow. And so I, they're, they're ready to uh, take it to a new location and, and actually like expand the amount of people. But um, you know, we communicate, you know, we have an internal, we have like a Slack channel. We have obviously I email with them as well as we have like monthly city leader calls to just keep on pace and keep up to date. And, and, but you know uh, it, it's starting to become, I mean, there's, there's some organization and some layers that I need to start putting in place for our inner inner operations and city leader teams. Cause it's starting to starting to get a lot more. I mean, we're not talking about five or 10 people. We're talking about 30, 30, 35, 40 people. So yeah, that's um, not, not, it's not easy. Definitely. And, and so where can we go watch this event? Is it live streaming yet or they are that's one of the things we were working on this morning and i believe uh so the last i know is they should be now right now live on founders live the face our facebook page i haven't checked in the last you know 10 20 minutes but uh the you will most you will be able to find a video hopefully it's on our facebook page um and if you're listening to this later if you just go to our facebook page you should be able to see some of those events that are happening um, especially in uh, Africa. Okay, cool. I'll definitely go check that out because that's just yeah. so exciting. I'd love to see that and uh, be able to share. Uh, you should definitely post like an exclusive on whoever wins that event. Um, yeah. I think that would just be cool to, to, to find out through there. Uh, but awesome. So we got a couple topics here today um, and I will lead it off um, with – it was kind of crazy week here in in the news, and a bunch of companies made a ton of layoffs, um, including Real Self, uh, which has kind of been uh, touted as one of the best companies to work for for their like really employee centric uh, environment and HR policies. Uh, but digital media had a huge cut uh, this week. Refinery Twenty Nine laid off ten percent. Huffington Post laid off 7%. BuzzFeed laid off 50%. Uh, the delivery company, Munchery, fully like shut down. And so it led me to the idea, because um, I have experience with this, just about advice for people, whether they got fired or laid off. Like, Do you have any advice or experience that you can reflect on uh, to share with our audience about some of those experiences? Man, yeah, it's, it's too bad. It's too bad to see this uh, you know some of it is some of it is normal you know and some of it is um, probably uh, a state of the times and I think we're, we're entering a probably a more difficult I think 2019 through 2020 is going to dip a little bit so maybe this is a leading indicator but you know in terms of advice I, I, I mean the simplest thing I can say is just hit the ground running with something else and, and create momentum in your life um, in a different direction and whether that's, you know, if you've been thinking about starting your own thing, kind of like, I mean, I think you're a good example of, you know, you just were like, bam, I'm going to go do this. And, um, you know, in a way, if I experienced this a couple, probably three, two to three years ago, um, I, I really hit the ground. And, and that was a, one of the, it was one of those energetic bursts of energy, you know, of momentum for founders live. So I think, uh, I would just say, you know, whatever it is, whatever direction you need to go, 
um, use that momentum and use this experience as a catalyst to uh, go right into the next thing. Do not spend too much time being pissed off and wallowing in uh, any sort of sadness because that's only going to drag you down. Yeah, totally. And and I have uh, plenty of experiences with getting laid off and kind of unexpectedly being, uh, you know, punched in the gut by some of this news. I remember my first job out of college. I was a recruiter out in Bellevue, and they pretty much said uh, that they weren't going to promote me into the sales leadership role and that either I could save my position or I could leave. And after being there for 18 months and it being my first professional job, it was just such a shock. Um, and relating to your point, like I just acted really quickly. I was actually recruiting a, a job for Microsoft in the retail stores. And that like same day I submitted myself for this retail job, um, which then really set the course of a lot of the stuff I'm doing because all the experience I got in that retail job doing personal training led into, uh, my startup ecosystem space. And then here into Vime in Seattle, like provided such a foundation for what I'm doing. And I think about that time that you and I worked together at Notice mm-hmm. and after you got let go from the company with pretty much the entire rest of the team as well, uh, that's when we started the show back mm-hmm. when we used to do it on Google Hangouts. I can't even remember what the show was called. It wasn't called Catching Up, um, but yeah, uh, you and I did like 40 episodes on Google Hangouts. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, I mean, th- you think about that, it's just it, it these if you allow them to, these events are catalysts to move you forward, pushing you into a place that um, you need. It's it's not. I mean, it has to happen, you know. And and you can't just like wait. No, I'll do that next month or next year. And um, so yeah, if anyone's dealing with that stuff, just jump right into the project that you were thinking about doing. That free time that you'll have, and yes, of course, if you need to go pay bills and you got to figure out how that's going to happen, but that time that you have that is now in your full-time day, you can, you know, you can grind for a week or two and get a ton accomplished where before it was like, oh, I'm working on a side thing and it just, well, that would take months and months and months to get any sort of traction going. Yeah, and and one other point I wanted to make and, and, and I like what you said about having something and trying to really quickly dive into it a little bit, even if it's like a fun pr- passion project of like you have something to build at your home or you need to like decorate a room, um, just really like getting your mind focused on being productive in some other area is really important. Um, and, and the point that I wanted to make with this entire topic was just to show the importance that everyone nowadays with social media doesn't have a responsibility, but we all have the opportunity to be creating content and posting and engaging with the community online to help you out with these transitions. Yeah. Uh, when I left uh, notice in uh, December, 2017, it was very easy to transition because for the previous year I had been working on find me in Seattle and building up a personal brand there. So it was just yeah. very easy to wake up the next day and be like, screw it. I'm I'm still just going to go create content and do stories about the city because it was part of my routine and I had a little bit of an audience. Yeah. And so utilizing things like LinkedIn, like if you're doing anything special within your field of business, like LinkedIn's such a great place to go educate people and build a community because if you get laid off, 
if you have all these people that you've been teaching about your job or are providing information, you've built this extra network where you can go and find where the next opportunity is going to be. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, let's, let's transition to, um, uh, you know, we, you were, you're, you're talking about the state of the, you know, industry and media specifically, but man, last year there was some major, major rounds of funding. And, um, you know, I guess if you want to tee that up a little bit, but what, what are your thoughts on, you know, the, these large, huge rounds of funding? Yeah, so this is stemming from an article uh, back, I think it came in the beginning of 2019 here, and they said the top 10 biggest funding rounds of 2018, Um, and it was headlined by Epic Games, who runs Fortnite, they raised $1.25 billion, Um, Uber raised another billion dollars, Jewel Labs raised a billion dollars. Uh, but some of the biggest ones, I think the biggest success is going to be here is that company, uh, Katera, which I hadn't even heard of, but they raised $800 million on a $3 billion valuation. I just think construction and building, uh, has a lot of opportunity. There's so many cities, so many places to build, uh, real estate is usually going to do pretty well as long as there's not a big investment. Um, but Really, the big surprise to me here is Peloton raising $500 million, uh, putting them at a $5 billion valuation, and they've raised $1 billion. And, and Peloton, I get it that there's all these people riding, all these people buying $2,000 bikes, but I'm just not sure. I'm, I'm not convinced that this is something that's here to stay, and it's not just like a fitness fad right now. But shout out to those guys who've raised all that money. I'm sure lots of people have made a ton of money off these fundraising rounds. Uh, but I just think that one might not be uh, something that in the long term is going to play out very well. It's it's an inter- uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, t- I'm torn here, but I'm going to have to go with um, the tr- if you look at the 2018 uh, global VC uh, industry in the trends, um, it, it major well there was a lot a huge record set in the sense of um, were tremendous amount of money. I don't. I saw one stat that was about a hundred billion in uh, venture capital, you know, raised. I saw another stat that w- put it about three hundred. So that's like a three X difference. And I'm not sure that was crunch based on the 300 and I'm not sure what they're in- including there with uh, that global. Cause some of that's reported in a way that's different, but um, regardless, the large, incredibly large rounds of funding are way up. So that's skewing the numbers. And then the seed stage is shrinking and that's what bothers me. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about, um, making it easier and and getting more early stage companies funded. Like that is what it's all about. And if we're going to have more billions of dollars pushed towards the series C, D and H and, and having Uber raise another billion dollars where, you know, that billion dollars could have really, really impacted, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of early stage companies. And that, and that's what bothers me is when you look at how much, these large checks, how many are going to very, very large or, or very, very few companies are raising, raising a shit ton of money. And then all the early stage ones are scrambling and scrapping and just trying to raise a million or 2 million or whatever. 
So there's a lot more going on that and it's way more complicated than I'm explaining it right now, but that's what bothers me. And um, it, it's really, it's just frustrating to see another freaking billion or $2 billion going to one company. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and I think this kind of relates to the greediness. I remember a topic we talked about maybe last November uh, with kind of the Ponzi scheme concept mm-hmm. where people who are raising, they're raising this billion dollars and there are uh, people who are skimming 20% off the top there, uh, right? And so that's $200 million that there's people that 200 million of that is probably just going straight into people's pockets. And so this is just a very... Uh, I'm very skeptical about why this money is being raised. Uh, but I think this is a good transition point into your other topic with, uh, you know, what is your outlook for 2019 for the ecosystem of startups? If all of this money is going to big companies, how do you think that plays out for us smaller guys? Yeah, it's, a, you know, I think it's an intriguing topic and I'm not going to pretend I, I, I don't know the future. Um, I think a lot has, dude, there, I don't know, man, we're sitting at this weird balance right now and the world, dude, the government is on what? 36, 37, 38 days. I don't know what the heck it is. Um, the shutdown of the U S government is really starting to affect a lot of things. And then you look at just like, even before the shutdown, the market was teetering you know, around Christmas time, we have saw a lot of movement in the global markets. Um, and then you look at the funding, how we've kind of hit, look, ever since the, um, the kind of the recession in 2008. So basically about 10 years, we've seen a, an uptick and, and it's been a gradual and then it started to rise. We've seen a pretty much an expansion. So with all that said, you know, is 2019 the year it starts to really pull back? And I would suggest that it probably is going to be given all the things that are happening. Um, And so I think, you know, we're not going to see a drastic drop. I don't think, I don't think you should be worried if you're an early stage startup. I think you should focus on business and growth. And if you have a great concept and you are seeing traction in the market and you have a solid team, you're going to get funded. And so there is money out there. That's not a worry, but I think we are going to see a pullback. And so I think when we end the year 2019, things will start to deflate a little bit. That's probably good. I hope that what happens is it's, it's more, you know, more 500,000 and a million dollar checks are being written versus the billion dollar ones. Maybe they'll slow down because of the drop in the downturn. So um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's doomsday, but I think it's, it's going to be more difficult to raise money in six months or a year than it is right now. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. I mean, I'm a little skeptical. I, I think the economic forecast is kind of balancing out. I think the last couple of years, it's been extremely inflated. And yeah. so times have been very good. And I don't think necessarily we're going back into like recession 2008 times. But I do think we're going a little bit more back to normality. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think there all the VCs and, and people writing checks are just putting money in these bigger companies because I, I think it's a, they're, they're safer bets. And, and that's an unfortunate circumstance of what's going on in the market. And possibly that is from experience in previous 
uh, generations of technology and, and how fundraising goes. But uh, yeah, my outlook is it was interesting one. I went to Google what some other experts were saying. A lot of people are talking about Asia, like Asia is the next frontier. Uh, and that's where a lot of the money's going and a lot of the innovation is happening and, and the expectations are. But I just think that startup investing is getting so diversified now. Um, and I came across this article in July that says the next startup hub is everywhere. And, and that would be my uh, prediction for 2019 is, yeah, Silicon Valley is the champion. They're running, they're running the show and they're driving everything. But I think now just the ecosystem has become so much more broad because every city, I mean, before we talked about Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, as cities trying to have some innovation and some technology uh, growth within their sector. And so I think now with the ability to work remote, that the, the, the startup tech ecosystem is going to become more of uh, at least national, if not global, connected uh, ecosystem opposed to just, you know, a few cities that are really innovating. And I think you're seeing that the most as you're on this adventure this year, yep. you are exploring all of these cities, meeting all of these people and really like finding the roots of the startup ecosystems kind of all across the country and the world. Oh, totally. Um, look, look, I'm in, I'm in Boise, Idaho right now. And I mean, we, you know, of course it's not as dense as Seattle, but look, we had a great event the other night and it's, you can just feel the spark and you can feel it's going to continue. And, um, you know, our, our hope with Founders Live is that, you know, kind of tying it back into what we were just talking about is, um, look, this is not about creating an idea and just trying to pitch to investors and trying to get investment money. This is about creating unique ideas that you can grow and you have a, there's a profit model around it and it's a sustainable and growth business. And of course, if you're successful or, you can raise money from investors but you know when you look at yeah uh, when you look at Boise and you look at now I'm going to go down to you know California and you know there's great ecosystems there and then I'll go over to Austin and then I'll go up to uh, Denver and Boulder I mean those are all like great pockets of uh, startups and eco ecosystems um, but they're, they're really you know you know I'll spend a little time in San Francisco in the next couple of weeks but outside of that I'm not in quote Silicon Valley we're all over the world and it is. I do agree that the next, you know, Silicon Valley is everywhere. And, you know, our hope with Founders Live is to tie that together and promote solid business, not go pitch and, you know, live off of investment capital. That is, we're seeing that that is not, you know, that's a lot of facade. Um, and so I'll tie it into, you know, the final topic is, you know, uh, just kind of touching on the latest lesson that I uh, discovered. So, so, I mean, this is crazy and I won't go into too much detail, but I, when I pushed out my announcement a couple of weeks ago, I had a lot of people return, you know, just respond back to me and outreach. And I was like very, you know, just very humbled. And it was really cool that these people that I've never met that know who I am or have gotten my messages or seen on Founders Live, they reached out to me and said, hey, this is awesome. You know, if you need a spot um, and actually this specific one, you know, basically I pretty much found where I'm going to live in Austin. I mean, this guy's like, you got a roof, man. Like, and I awesome. don't, you know, we, we, we jumped on the phone and we talked and his story is amazing. But the lesson is I realized that, you know, just, I wrote a blog post the other day. It's like, be open to be more open. 
So being me being more open turns out starting to open more doors for me. And I'm like, oh my God, like that is a huge lesson. And especially when you go on something like I'm doing, if you go on this trip or tour or whatever, the more open you are, it feels uncomfortable sometimes. Things come to you, things will happen. And you're like, whoa, that never would have happened if I didn't write this blog post. That never would have happened if I didn't uh, outwardly ask people, hey, can you help? Or do you know anyone? And I'm just learning that this is a process of being more open and good things come to you. You know, obviously you have to be aware of a filter at least, or kind of double check who these people are. But uh, that's a huge lesson for me in, in the last couple of weeks is, you know, being open has, has opened doors. And uh, now I've, you know, been able to connect with people in other cities. And I've got people that are giving, essentially opening a room for me saying, hey, don't worry about it. I, we got you. And that's what the way that this trip is coming together. That's awesome. I mean, I'm just so excited to to be joining you on the journey every week and following yep. along. And it's just like so amazing to see. Uh, I, I'm just excited to see all the differences in all of the communities that you visit. And I mean, that's awesome that you got da- Dallas, uh, Austin figured out yeah. and uh, it's all coming together. And I think, yeah, you just, if you have belief, on the journey and the road in front of you even if you don't know where that road is taking you uh and you'll get there and you'll and it's going to work out for you yep so on that note um i will be let's see today is the 20 what fifth and um i will be in seattle 20 basically 28th through the second so pretty much all next week we have our founders live event on the 31st up in seattle it's going to be packed and fun and crazy and so if you're uh, able to make that, would love to see you, Connor, and then anyone that's listening. And then uh, I, I head out that Saturday. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I am. I know I can't make it. I'm shooting a video for one of my clients. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I got to like shoot this winter art show down in Columbia City. Uh, but maybe we, t- if you're free on Friday morning, maybe we record the podcast like in person or something. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's touch base on that. I'm, I'm definitely open for that. That'd be pretty cool. 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 Um, yeah, I'll talk to you later this week. Um, but yeah, thank you as always for joining the show here this morning. Uh, and we will see you next week. Sounds good, Connor. See you. Have a great weekend, Nick. Peace.